Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. It was a Saturday night in February of 2018. I was in my office at the church, I was all prepared for Sunday, and I was sitting at my desk just thinking about things. The title of a book on my shelf caught my attention. The book was called, When Did You Die? by B. McCall Barber. I grabbed the book and read it through again. It's a pretty short book. As I read it through and read the testimonies of several different men of God from the past, I started to pray, Lord, I think I understand what the Bible teaches about the crucified life. I've preached and taught about it many times, but I'm afraid that for the most part, I only really know about it in theory. I don't know it by experience, or at least not like I should. Certainly not like these men testified that they knew it. Please teach me. I'm ready to learn the crucified life. Almost immediately, God began to teach me lesson after lesson about what it means to die daily. The first mention of being dead to sin in the Bible is in Romans 6, which begins, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? I can picture the first time these believers heard of this concept of being dead to sin. I imagine the pastor of the church in Rome receiving this letter from Paul and reading it to the congregation. When he reads that line, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? A dear old saint in the back raises her hand and says, Excuse me, pastor, can you please read that last part again? I didn't get that. He reads it again. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? And once again, Pastor, did you say we that are dead to sin? I've never heard that before. What does that mean? And I hear the pastor say, well, frankly, Mrs. Mancini, I'm not real sure what it means. This is my first time hearing that phrase also. Here we are 2,000 years later, and I wonder how many believers today have never really heard that we are dead to sin. Through Jesus, believers are dead to sin. Listen to some of the other statements from Romans 6. We are buried with him by baptism into death. We have been planted together in the likeness of his death. Our old man is crucified with him. Sin shall not have dominion over you. These statements are all found in Romans chapter 6. So if we're dead to sin, why do we still sin? Very simply, because dead to sin is our position in Christ. But we've got to decide on purpose to embrace that position every day. And that's why verse 11 says, Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Reckon is more than mental affirmation. It's a hard decision to acknowledge before the Lord that, yes, I'm dead with Christ through his cross, and I want to live this day as crucified with him so that he can live through me. This idea is stated most succinctly in Galatians 2.20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. 
And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And this concept that I just summarized in a few words, the Lord's been teaching me what it means every day since I first asked him. Four months after I asked the Lord to teach me the crucified life, I was talking to a spiritual mentor of mine, and I told him about all this. He said, Joe, you need to read the book, Born Crucified by L.E. Maxwell. I ordered the book online, and I read it through as soon as I received it. Since then, I've read it about a dozen times. It's not an exaggeration to say that Born Crucified has changed my life. Here are a few important quotes from the book. If it is our eternal passion to press on to know Christ, we shall soon discover that the crucified Lord must have crucified followers. I must sign my own death sentence. I must choose in the power of his death to dethrone and deny self. Again and yet again, we must be brought to the end of ourselves. That is the work of the cross. Only in the measure in which we enter into the death union with Christ can we know the resurrection life of Christ. If self is given any place in the life, the harmony with hell is established. There is only one way in which you and I can draw souls to Christ. That is by the way of the cross, the way of sacrifice, the way of death. As I read through the 21 epistles, and I underlined every time the Bible speaks of suffering and death, it confirmed to me that the crucified life is an indispensable component of victory. Every day acknowledging before the Lord that yes, again today, I'm dead to sin, dead to self, dead to this world through the power of the cross so that the risen Savior can live through me. Going back to the cross is now a part of my morning time with God, and I pray that He never stops teaching me the lessons of His cross. There's so much more that I've got to learn. Christian, God wants to use the power of the cross of Christ to bring you to victory every day. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you. So dear Christian, stay.